with Adam and Jay. Hey, Peaches! Welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're our listener. Hey there, listeners. Hey there, or ho there, listeners. That's what I'm supposed to say. I know Kung Fu, listeners. He does know Kung Fu. And he will be teaching it at the Vlisteria Y every Saturday afternoons. Mm-hmm. Bring the kids. Bring the kids. Yeah, the, the kids learn Kung Fu, and the kids, uh, they get, uh, there's a bounce castle and a balloon balloon sculpture. So, Ooh, afterwards, yeah, if they're yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're supposed to call it balloon sculpture. I think it's, what, balloon twisters? Twisties? Is that what they're called? Anyways, it, there will be no clowns, as clowns have been out loud Outlawed in Vlisteria, but there will be balloon twisters Mm -hmm. and a bounce castle for the youngins while Adam teaches you how to punch so hard that you break the internet. Yes. Uh, It's all about about flexing. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Welcome to our show, Fix It. Uh, This is our podcast. Uh, I'm Jay. That's Adam. Uh, You may know us from the runaway smash of our YouTube reaction channel previewed, which we're currently on right now, which has been going very well for all the people who have been very kind in the comments uh, for us posting this on the main channel. uh, Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And for the people who have not been kind. Thanks for the engagement. Thanks for the engagement. <laughs> but it's been it's been a small minority. We appreciate so you know mostly positive. So we appreciate that. <laughs> this is our podcast, Fix It, where every week Adam and I take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there, maybe just couldn't get to that phone in time, <laughs> and we fix it. Uh, and today, Adam and I are going to be fixing uh, the. The much aligned, the much conversed, the the much memed Matrix Two, Matrix Reloaded. It's memed. What are the memes from this one? I, I don't know. I, I think that's just. I was looking for another thing for it to be muched because I was going for a three. Ah, you know, I do. I'm, I'm sure there are Matrix Reloaded memes. Oh, there are plenty of Matrix memes out there. Maybe for, there are me- sure. maybe there are memes of us talking about the second Matrix movie. I think there's some Jorfius memes out there. Can we me me meme us? We want we want to be memed. I think I think I mean the people gif us a lot, but they they don't meme us. You oh, know, that's true. We don't meme like we used to anymore no, culturally. Really I feel no. like we kind of locked in with all of our memes, mm-hmm. and now we're just you know, we're just gifing. Yeah, we live. We're in a post meme world, my friend. We're giffin' and goofin'. Giffin' goofin'. No mo memin'. No mo. No mo memin'. <laughs> but before we get into fixing uh, Matrix Reloaded today, and Adam, I, I'm for those of you who are listening in the audio format, Adam is wearing his Morpheus glasses. My uh, Neo glasses. Your Neo glasses? Jam Neo. Oh. Clearly. I've... Jay, if you look behind us, you'll notice that uh, on, the, on the big screen behind us... Uh, I'm Neo, although you can barely tell the difference. The deep fake is Ke- me deep faking on Keanu Reeves is pretty much oh, is a one for you? one. That's that is me. Huh. And Jay is Trinity. I'm tr- of course because of course I am. You are. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's, a, that's a striking Trinity right there. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into fixing uh, Matrix Reload, uh, we come to our favorite segment of the show, uh, where Adam and I deepen our 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 
second best friendship. Wow. And, and, Thanks, bud. <laughs> and really explore the fellowship that is our friendship. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone's favorite segment, Roll for Convo. Roll for Convo. And in this segment, Adam and I, uh, we have 20 uh, topics of conversation pr- provided to us by our wonderful producer, Brian. Uh, producer Brian has given he us He is 20... our tank, basically. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that he gets... The, that, and he needs to get the computer, you know, typing stuff, finding stuff out about things. Oh, yeah. Dozer's the one that gets killed. Dozer gets killed. Movie, yeah. Yeah. Tank survives. Um, uh, we have 20 Operator. To- <laughs> 20 topics of conversation. I'm going to roll a 20-sided die, and we're going to figure out what we're going to talk about in our first segment. That's a nat 20, baby! Oh, okay. Well, I got to take the glasses off because... Critical. No, you've just been looking for an excuse. See, can't see them. That's not a good I, enough excuse. I can't read without no, them. No, you've been really... You've been, Sorry. Ever since you put them on, Whoop. you're like, when do I get to take these off? There we go. All right. Uh, question number 20. This better be a critically awesome question. Use this opportunity to thank somebody for something that you typically don't thank. Oh. Okay. Hmm. I like a little gratitude. Okay. I love a little gratitude. I love hmm. a little gratitude. Who don't I Who I don't normally, normally thank. thank. Yeah, who do I don't normally who thank? Who I don't normally thank. I don't know. My mom raised me right. I say please and thank you to everybody. I appreciate that about you. Yeah. I am very much a please and thank you person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is one thing that you have over producer Brian in his best friend slot. Really? You're Brian doesn't please and thank you? Thank yous. Really? On the East Coast, it's more of an... It, it, Kimberly is not really big into please or thank you anyways. What? It's, always, it's implied. It's implied. It's implied? Yeah. Yeah. You it, can't imply the Kimberly please and thank you. Kimberly has often told me, she was, like, You're, she was like, I love you. I don't have to say please or thank you to you. And I'm like, that's not how it works. That's not how it works That's not how it works at all. Yeah. No. So if Kimberly got this question, she should answer you. Uh, no. Well. well yes. No, she th- she's you know, she's. I am just a words of affirmation person, and my wife is not. No. So I oftentimes say, you know, I, I say thank you. Um, probably too much. I think. Um, Can you say thank you too much? Uh, I don't think so. That's, I don't think yeah, so. That's the thing. That's not. It's not like I'm sorry. What you can say too much. Yes, but you, you can. can mm-hmm. But you can. You can't be too grateful. I don't think. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if there's... I think we kind of need to eliminate that part of the question in order to properly answer this. Yeah. Is there someone Is there someone in your life that, like, really, like, deserves, like, a, a, a grateful shout-out? Who deserves a grateful shout-out? <laughs> Who's it gonna I, be? I just... You were saying I this feel like in a I'm, tone of voice that you were, like, sitting on a golden throne. I am. And like, there's a stage in front of me. Yeah, her deserves... Yeah. Who will survive the purge today? Yes, yes. Who will get the first little crumb? Yes. Oh. It is I, King Adam, doling out gratitude. Oh. I love this voice. This is fun. Oh, is it fun? I love it. Oh, more grapes. Okay. Cookies and cream? Cookies and cream? Cook. No, it's berries and cream. Berries and cream. No, that's berries and cream, berries and cream. This is... Oh. It's like Hedenbot from, uh, uh, from, from Futurama. Futurama. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, I thank my mom a lot when we talk every week. Yeah. You know what? I'll thank my father. Go. I like this. My dad and I don't talk every week. I usually talk through my mom. Yes. Because, I mean, that's, my, yeah. because my dad doesn't ask enough leading questions. 
Yeah. It's like, hi, I golfed well. I think this is stuff's going on. Do you want to talk about, you know, I cooked this and this. That was pretty good. Yeah. How do you cook rice? Oh, that's neat. Well, I got to go. Okay, bye. I was like, oh, but. Okay, dad. Love you. Bye. But my mom's just like, tell me everything. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I'm done with me. Now tell me anything you want. Yeah. She'll give me the report of what's going on with my sister and stuff like that and the rest of the family. And she's like, well, that's enough. You talk now. Tell me everything you did. (laughs) It's like, okay. Okay. So what are you thanking your dad for precisely? Uh, I want to thank my dad for for continuing to be there for me. Yeah. For having my back through all this. Yeah. For this is especially for the many years ago in the the other the pre incarnation the other incarnation of Adam. Yeah. The one you didn't meet. When yeah. When he taught you how to build a gazebo. Well, that is that what you're thanking him for? No. <laughs> but I did build a bunch of gazebos with my dad. I'm just saying, and I fences think a, I think and a live stream of Adam Lash building a gazebo would get, would go over like gangbusters. We could use a gazebo. I don't know where we put it. Yeah, where would you put it, Jay? I don't know. I'll tell you where. I could. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, but my dad is the one who kept on me through my. Uh, 20s and early 30s are just like, hey, you need a job. You need to figure this out. You yeah. need to, what are you going to do? What's your plan? What's your, you know, you got to do this on your own. You got to figure out what you're going to do. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And it just kept like, stop, stop nagging me. Stop it. I have it. Stop it. I got this. Stop yeah. this. But his constant, like, do you? No. You got to figure this out. You know, yeah, that's what, yeah. Figure it, you get the plan, get the plan helped me realize that, oh, wait a second. I do have to kind of do this on my own. I got to figure out how to do all this stuff. Yeah. Let me figure out how to do this stuff. And I'll build a gazebo. And I'll build a gazebo on my own. And then when I'm done, I'll celebrate by kicking a car. (laughs) (laughs) And make the airbag go. Mm -hmm. Or break your femur. Or break my femur. Something's breaking. Either or it's great TV. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I want to thank my dad for for being that guy behind me the entire time. You know, just kind of being like the, hmm? Hmm? Yeah. Mm, he wouldn't nice. let me the rest of my laurels. Yeah. Yeah. And now you don't, you've never really been a laurel rester. That you know of, yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, now that you've now that you've perfected the the, the system and you are the in the final form. I wouldn't know if this is my final form, Jay. <laughs> um, yeah. This isn't even my final oh, form. Oh man, yeah. You're gonna be one weird looking Majin Boo <laughs> <laughs> at the end of this. Dude, if I think no 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 no, we'll figure out some way cool transformation of no, Majin no, Boo. Yourself. Your cell. Ooh, okay. Yeah, and I'm Majin Buu. That's pretty, that's pretty clear. That's pretty clear, yeah. I mean, his weight fluctuates about as much as mine does. So. True, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm perfect. Uh, yeah. Or trying to achieve perfection. Um, If I have to think, uh, I, I think who I don't necessarily, uh, um, I, I think the caveat of someone that I don't necessarily thank a lot, mm-hmm. um, well, there's t- specifically, I- I'm throwing that part out because okay. I- this is a fun opportunity for me to say something because into into the ether uh, because manifest it, Jay. Uh, sh- Let them know there is not there is no way in in hell that she's going to listen to this podcast and there's no way or watch it for that matter or listen you know as as the you've already do. given it away, Jay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I, I if I I can't. 
Kimberly just gave me the best boy. She just gave me the best kid, and she's such a good mom, and she's so hard on herself, you know? And it's just, it's, she's, it's just wonderful watching her be a mom. And I, and I know I think, and I thank her a lot. So this doesn't answer the question, but it's, it's all I have. It's, it's all I have in my heart right now. You know, she just, she's just so hard on herself and she's, and she really, she just takes such good care of our little family and I'll never be able to repay her. Wow. This is, I, okay. Thanks, Brian. This is supposed to be a nat 20. This is supposed to where we both get to do a backflip and look awesome and not, you know, so I just can't, I, I just can't thank Kimberly enough. Cause, yeah, this but this boy has been, this boy has been, it has been the hardest thing we've ever done, but he is just he's perfect, he's perfect, and Kimberly is the reason that he's perfect. Really? Yeah, she made him. Yeah, but like you know, you're there too, bud. I I I know. I know. I'm just saying structurally. <laughs> okay. I didn't have anything to do with the architecture. You Can, know? I would like to also take this opportunity uh, on your behalf to thank you for your efforts on behalf of your son that I don't know if you thank yourself enough for because I see what you're doing and I see how hard you work to make sure that he is okay and taken care of. And I think that you also deserve a lot of gratitude that he can't give it to you yet. And maybe someday when he's 25 or 30, he'll realize how much work you put into <laughs> After I pro- keep prodding him. Uh, and proper him to like, yeah. <laughs> you got this, bud? You, you got, got this? You sure you got this? Do you, do you need Uncle Adam to teach you how to make a gazebo? Take a car? <laughs> well, he can't, you know, he'll he'll tell you how to do it. He can't he can't show you because both of his legs have been broken over and over again. One of these days I'm going to get that car. <laughs> <laughs> From kicking a sedan. Thank you. That's very kind. I I thank you for. Uh, I I'm keeping it together right now because if I didn't, I uh, yeah. I think that's I think that's the moral of the story is that I have not been giving any myself really any credit. <coughs> uh, and uh, yeah, man, yeah, it's been a it's been a life changer, but I wouldn't have it any other way. He's just so friggin' cute. You see that picture I sent you with his little hat? You're a cutie. <laughs> what a little guy. What a little guy. Yes. Oh, what, what a little that's guy. That's a good statement. What He's a little guy. He's such a good boy today. I was like, we're working on that pitch for something that maybe will maybe happen. Maybe we'll talk about. You know, <laughs> you know we're working on, you know, we're, we're moving and grooving. We're making and moves, baby. Making moves, baby. And, you know, and I was just, I looked at him and I go, bud, I was like, daddy. Daddy has got to crank out this email, so I just I need you to be a good boy and just play. And he's a good boy and he plays. And also, if you know, if if there's one thing I think, just to land the plane on this segment, if we if you know who we don't necessarily thank a lot for this show, uh, producer Brian, he produces the absolute crap out of this show. He does a really spectacular job and keeps us organized. He keeps us very organized. Keeps us very organized on a thing that we don't necessarily have a ton of brain power. Of to it's true, you know what I'm saying. I do know what you're saying. I was Jay. like, oh, yeah. like Brian is the main reason that the show continues to go, and uh, and we 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 really appreciate you, dude. You're very good at this. Thank you for uh, managing us. Now edit out <laughs> this part. <laughs> <laughs>
The facade must never crumble. <laughs> we love you, buddy. But also, you're hanging on by a thread. The tiniest of threads. Just, we've no, he has no clue. He's just, he's just clicking, all, clicking, clacking along. I doesn't hope today's even, on today. Doesn't even see the tracks be a wap. Okay, well, that got really, that got really emotional. Um, let's talk about the Matrix. Another thing that I am wildly, very weirdly, and I, f- I had forgotten how emotional I am. About really? This yeah, I really love the Matrix. I saw the Matrix four times in the theaters. Sure. Yeah, it was awesome. I just like, and, and that wasn't. And the, the movie that I've seen the most time in theaters, mm-hmm. I went and saw Night at the Museum a total of five times at the theaters. Night at the <laughs> Museum. I, that what? movie is electric. I love that everything about that movie. It just came out at a time where I was just like, I didn't have a lot going on because I was like on winter break from college. And I was like, and everyone was just like, oh, did you like Night at the Museum? I was like, I loved it. They're like, I want to go. I'm like, I'll go with you. Let's go. So I went five times. I loved it. So, but but the the second most movie I've ever seen is The Matrix in theaters, and I went and I went twice by myself. Wow! As a fourteen year old kid, I was like, I want to go see The Matrix again, and no one wants to go. I'm just gonna go. And I was Hell like, yeah! Okay. See okay. Ya. Yeah. Don't get picked up by agents. Bye. Good yeah. luck. I friggin' and and I skipped school to see the sequel. Sure. On the first day. Mm-hmm. Um, and got in trouble. Yeah. And uh, because me and my buddies went, we just, we just, we're like, screw it. Let's just go see The Matrix. Yeah. And mom was like, you skipped school today? I was like, yeah, I want to see The Matrix. The new Matrix movie. And she was like, okay. She was like, you could have just asked, but, you know, okay. And I was like, and she was like, you're in trouble. And I was like, I know, I know. And she was like, was it worth it? And I was like, no, no, mom, it was bad. And she was like, oh. That I'm, I am. She was actually sorry for me. Yeah. Cause she knew how much I loved it. Yeah. She was like, oh, that really sucks. I was like, yeah, it really does. It really sucks. <laughs> that it was, I was like, it wasn't. And the Matrix and there's, and the sequels fall into this weird category. And like spending some time with like this franchise over the past couple of days, it's weird how I, I appreciate how much the sequels respect the world that they have given us. Sure. But they just, make choices that aren't fun. No. It's so weird to me. No. Like the car chase scene when they're like running from the the twins and stuff. And ghost twins. Ghost twins. It's the action's incredible. Sure. And wowzers, what an accomplishment that sequence is. Yeah. But the whole time you're like, oh, I don't, but who are, who is anybody? What's going on? Who cares? Uh, wait, he was talking, who is the Merovingian? Why are they caring about a key guy? I don't, what's happening And conceptually, right now? The, like, that whole thing could have been cool if you just, I'm like, we're in a computer program. Let's lean into that a little more. Like, I, yeah, I had a lot of realizations about the Matrix. I've been thinking about it a lot. My 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 main thought. <laughs> What's up? Your main thought is to kick it to Brian before you get that. Yeah, main we probably thought. should because I yeah I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I, real. I, I, I saw in your eyes one. you were about I to was about slam to down. Go. Yeah. All right, we should probably kick it to Brian, our amazing producer. Uh, Brian, why don't you tell us all about the Matrix Reloaded when you roll that beautiful bean fun fact footage? 
Thank you, gentlemen. Producer Brian here. And today we're trying to fix the first Matrix sequel, 2003's The Matrix Reloaded. But before we talk about this movie, I want to say a few things about pleases and thank yous. I agree that the please and thank you nature of the tri-state area in the Northeast was once implied, but I would say that the please and thank you thing is something that Jay pointed out once when we first met, and we talked about the differences of where we both come from, and that is what he remembers forever. However, I do say thank you all of the time. I make it a point to say thank you to everybody so that they know just how much they've helped work family, friends. It's very important to me in a world that doesn't say thank you enough. I literally start this segment every week with a thank you, gentlemen. So yes, I do say thank you. That being said, I will admit that I don't say the word please, but my please is like a nicely said, would you mind, instead of please. That being said again, I'd like to thank you two gentlemen for everything you do and helping me to make the best podcast ever for you. Thank you. Okay, Matrix Reloaded time. Directed by the Wachowskis and starring Keanu, Carrie, Lawrence, Hugo, and Jada, this movie made $741.8 million on a $150 million budget. Here are some fun bean facts about The Matrix Reloaded. Warner Brothers launched ESC Entertainment in order to develop the tech for this movie's special effects needs. A one-and-a-half-mile freeway was built on a decommissioned naval air station in California to film the car chase sequence. General Motors donated over 300 cars to be destroyed for the sake of art. And if you care, this has a 74% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 3.3 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Anyway, back to you, gentlemen. Thank you for letting me do my bean fun facts. Please have a lot of fun with the rest of this episode. Wonderful, Brian. Thanks, Tank. Thanks, Tank. Click uh, clack. I now know how to fly a, a helicopter. That's, yeah, that's and I and I know how to properly field dress uh, a, a stuffed unicorn. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Every part of the unicorn, Jay. Every part of the unicorn, especially when they're stuffies. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to know what you're doing because all the stuff goes everywhere. It's you true. know, all there's that a lot stuff. Of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. stuff there's a lot of goes places. everywhere. It's true. I, I went I went stuffed animal because I said field dress and I was like, well, now we're talking about killing animals. Yeah, <laughs> that's not really where I wanted to be. No, that's not really that's that's not the meme. Don't meme. Don't meme. <laughs> um, I guess we should probably since we're we're in like the because I am just gonna start. Talking. Yeah, I. <laughs> Gonna go. Yeah, we should probably I plot can drop sense the this energy thing. in the room of like, oh boy, Jay wants to talk, and <laughs> really? Adam's gonna patiently listen. <laughs> Adam, why don't you uh, tell everybody who maybe has not seen uh, the the Matrix Reloaded film in a while because we didn't actually do this watch along. We did not. Uh, we watched along the original Matrix because I am I was more interested in kind of. A little bit more starting fixing a sequel with freshly driven snow. Oh yeah, we're we're straight, straight up rewriting because the, the main sin of the Matrix Reloaded is that like it just missed the marks. Like the first one teed it up so hard. Yes, and the second one just missed the mark so hard. So we rather we watched the T. But if you haven't uh, joined the preview Discord, maybe uh, join the preview Discord. 
uh, it's if you're looking for your own internet best friends, it's a perfect place to find them. Mm-hmm. And also every uh, Wednesday night we do a watch along of whatever we're fixing that week, or if it's something we can't really watch, we watch something fun. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a good time. Gr- yeah, it's a great time. To, it's a great time to hang out with folks and and meet people. And there's there's a lot going on there. Uh, so check it out. But uh, Adam, why don't you tell people about the Matrix Reloaded right. in everyone's favorite segment? It's the plot drop. I'm going to try to be as succinct as possible and leave out a lot of minute details because there's just too many details in this movie. The main thrust of this plot is it's six months after the events of the first movie. Yes. A bunch of captains are meeting somewhere in the Matrix and they're like, oh my God, there's a bunch of sentinels drilling down to Zion. We have 72 hours until they uh, are able to break through our defenses and kill everybody in Zion. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. And good for them for starting a ticking clock. Ticking clock. So no one knows what to do, so they go back to Zion and have a giant orgy in a cave. It's really weird. Yeah, man. And then they go talk to the Oracle, and she gives a bunch of, like, mumbo-jumbo of, you know, prophecy stuff of, like, cycles and blah, 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 blah stuff and f- find the key master and MacGuffin hunts and you'll find stuff that may be helpful you to do the thing to save everybody. So then we have a really cool fight scene. And then they go talk to the Merovingian who is, and in real life, the Merovingians were people who ruled France for a time way uh, back yes. in the past. Um, so he's like, I have been here through your through your predecessors, the one. Yeah. What? Oh my God. Yeah, we're old programs. We live in the Matrix. We just yeah. we've done this before. We'll do it again. This yeah. you are not a big deal. You are not a big deal as you think you are. But the Merovingian has the key master or the key, key maker, maker or something key like maker. that. Key who what who's the Oracle they said you gotta go find this guy. So they go and find a way to uh, infiltrate the Merovingian's base to get the key master. Mm-hmm. Another cool fight scene. They find the key master. It's the the, the the chase scene Jay alluded to earlier. It's super cool. It's incredible. But like it's really incredible. But it doesn't. We don't know what the. Yeah. It doesn't. We don't really know what's going on. No, there is, and they like do like back door. There's like there's a lot of internet speak in this thing. It's like oh the back doors and the back channels and all sorts of like. But they they will do that. But they don't want to. They don't want to identify a program for what it actually is. Yeah. Like the Merovingian. I'm like cool. You're a program. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? Yeah. Like what's what's going on? Who what who what is it? What how if is we're working inside of this system? What part of the system are you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. So uh, eventually, uh, Neo gets back from the fight with the Merovingian to save a couple people from the fight of the chase scene. They get the keymaker. They go to a building. The keymaker has a key for a special door that opens up. It's all white light. Neo goes in and meets the architect. Yeah. The architect is the guy who created the Matrix. Yeah. And at this point, things start getting really, really weird. Yeah. Because the next couple of scenes and the rest of the movie is just really freaking heady and philosophical and just, what is going on? Please talk plainly so we can understand the world you're building. No? Well, you're losing all of us. Yeah. But apparently, this is the seventh iteration of the Matrix. Yeah. They've done this six previous times. The, the one has shown up six previous times. And the way the cycle works is when the one shows up, it's like, oh, it's time to reboot the Matrix. The one is given a choice. Save the person you love 
or we're going to start over Zion because we're going to go kill everybody, pick, what, like 11 people out of the people that live in Zion, and we'll just use their genetic code to start a new batch of humans and the next version of the Matrix. Yeah. Every time beforehand, the one is always picked to save humanity. This time, Neo's like, F that, I'm saving Trinity. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, also, the whole bad guy, the whole movie that I completely missed because, like, everything else is so crazy. Agent Smith survived the events of the first movie, and because he got blowed up and was sent to be recycled or reprogrammed or whatever, he said, no, I'm not going to do that. I won't go. But somehow, Neo's code infected him, so now he's trying to infect everyone in the Matrix. He's just replicating himself. Basically, he's a virus now trying to infect yeah. the entire Matrix, and he also he infected a human who was in the Matrix and then like erased his consciousness or being, and now... Like, took over his... Con- like basically took over, took his, over his consciousness. So now, Agent Smith is in the real world in, in the meat space. Which is something that technically makes sense because, like, you're they're taking meat meat people and putting them in the internet. So the, it going in reverse doesn't, it, isn't that it, not that crazy. But it just, for some reason, feels weird. So there's a huge fight at the end. And then all of a sudden, like, oh boy, we need to get out of here because um, Neo chose the other way and now the matrix is in trouble and the machines are like, wait, he chose the other way. What? That's not supposed to happen. Yeah. And so they get out of they they jack out of the, um, the matrix and then a bunch of sentinels are about to show up and destroy the Nebuchadnezzar. And I think, oh, they do actually destroy the Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. Um, and Zion and yes, and they are the, the fleet was about to stop the sentinels drilling in, but somebody launched an EMP attack too early and, and, Disabled all the ships defending Zion, which happened to be Agent Smith in the in the meat space, was sabotaged the entire fleet, and he was the only survivor. And so he shows up with the Nebuchadnezzar right after it's destroyed, and the Sentinels are about to kill everybody, and then all of a sudden, Neo is able to control the Sentinels in meat space, yeah. and stops and kills them, and then goes into a coma. And so it's just him and Agent Smith inside a human body laying on two tables next to each other as the movie ends. Bum, bum, bum. It's never explained how Neo has his powers in the real world, but it's dumb. Yeah. So the movie goes off the rails. Yeah. The movie goes off the rails as soon as the fetch quest, as soon, as soon as the fetch quest starts, as soon as the MacGuffin hunt starts... We are off the rails. We, what is happening? Why is this happening? You're making this too complicated. Yeah. We're just, we're just being a computer program. We're going to free people. At no point, the last line of the first movie is like, we are going to free everybody. And then in this movie, they're not attempting to do that. Yeah. It's been six months, and they've made no progress on freeing everybody. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Major Reloaded. Magic Reloaded. That's been plot drop. We'll Good see job. you there for episode three. Or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really comes down to... Okay, Jay, here we go. Okay. Strap in, everybody. I had a lot of Matrix thoughts. Take I, your butt shut. I think fundamentally the concept of freeing everyone from the Matrix, it, I don't think that Zion has the infrastructure to make it happen. Because in the Matrix... They set up that Neo needs so much work on his muscular system 
and teach his body how to work again, Mm -hmm. that I don't think it's fundamentally feasible to free everyone from the Matrix. Okay. So it's like, I don't know what the end game here is in that, like, cool, we're going to destroy the Matrix. Great. So you just had to put just a bunch of... Pod people. Just a bunch of pod people around. And what are we supposed to do with them? I'm not 100% sure. Uh, another thing before we actually get into this movie. And we just talked about this earlier. And it, 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 it's, it, is, <laughs> it is truly, truly, as someone who loves the Matrix. Yes. Loves the Matrix. She loves the Matrix. It is a thought, it is a thought <laughs> that has undermined my love of this franchise to such a degree and it's and it's a pretty benign thing to observe, but once you think about it, you'll never look at these movies th- quite the same, in my opinion. And you might not think they're as cool. Is that no one, no one, no one makes them dress the way they do. <laughs> <laughs> there is a total vibe to everyone when they're in the Matrix. It seems like they're all on the same page. They are. From, and, but we're also told in the in the first movie that you can kind of just make it whatever you want it to be because sure. it's kind of how you project your mind. Yep. Why do they all kind of project the like, are we going to a rave? Uh, are we lawyers? I'm not sure. Like, why are they all dressing like they like they like they sell ecstasy on the side? Like, why do they all dress like that? Because they're all they're all hackers, Jay. <laughs> like, what's you know? It doesn't make. There's no one showed up. Like, no one from like the Zion team like showed up. Was just like like, hey, I you know I worked at Best Buy and I really liked my job, so I <laughs> showed, I have a Best Buy uniform like good let's blue. go fight agent smith <laughs> you know what i mean like no sure. one just showed up in like jeans and a t-shirt and was like you know i can fight too and they're like get out of here you don't have you don't you yeah, know no, no, pleather on oh, what are you man. doing oh you know your hair is in a weird in a, a weird color and or shape and you're not wearing just all leather what are you doing here craig get out of here it's it really it really blows my mind that like and all the people who are like all the programs and stuff. I think the Oracle has it right. That she's just like, hey, I'm just making cookies in the kitchen and I'm wearing just dress because it's comfortable. That's it. Yeah. Like everyone is so like, who are you got try guys trying to impress the whole time? You can wear whatever you want. Really, it really has upset me. I I know you, you just want your colorful flag to fly, and this movie is the color palette is pretty much green and black. Oh, you and I both know I would look cool if I got into Matrix Get Up. I'd have like a. Yeah, we've ha- seen you in Matrix Get Up. No, yeah, like well, no, that we was saw, we, that's, saw Jorfus, that's, sorry. we saw Jorfus. We saw Jorfus. That's yes. you know, he looks very very similar to you. He's a family friend, um, but. I think no. I what would your what would your Matrix Matrix Get Up look like? Like what would you? You're uh, just get uh, you just dress like Neo the whole time, dude. That half kilt that he wore in Reloaded, yeah, was the hotness. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like tight upper co- top, yeah. Like he's wearing in this, in this picture yeah, right here. It looks awesome. Jet tight Lee top. wore it better, but you know, but not much better. Half kilt on the bottom. My God, that's awesome. Yeah, I love a good kilt. Yeah. I think I would have like a cool like leather coat duster situation, but I have like a hoodie on underneath it. You know, like the Capaldi oh, sure. like yeah, the Capaldi look the hood yeah, down yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like 
And I feel like I'd have my signature hat, but I'd have like big goggles on it. You oh, know? you've absolutely, you know, like have big, and I could like yeah. slap them down and be like, "Let's kill some programs." Yeah, clickety clackety, control alt delete. You know, uh huh. But yeah, no one makes me dress like that. Nope. And it, they, all, all in they, free will. they all clearly have a whole vibe. I feel like the first Matrix, they should have had a meeting. Be like, look, when we go to the Matrix, we're gonna look cool. And here's what cool is. Well, didn't like, Switch wear okay. white in the first one? Yeah, but sh- yeah, Switch wore not, white. Not but, like this. But it was like still. This. But it, oh, that it was cool man. white. Yeah, but it was it was the same vibe. Sure, but in white. Yeah, the same vibe. But different color. I understand. Black, it, black and white are not, it's not, that's not really all the colors of the rainbow. I'm just saying, I want my Matrix like I want my Fortnite. Like, I want to show up like a chaos unicorn and just... Clack, clack. Yeah. yeah. And just get in there, make a, make a mess. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah. I've been, I've been disillusioning myself to the Matrix. I still love it in my heart. Oh, yeah. But like, during like the, the, during the bank, during the bank lobby scene, arguably the most influential action scene ever put to film, probably, yep, I think. Much, yeah. Like, ever, like... We're still talking about it. Changed um, the game. It just there's no reasons for them to be doing all of the cartwheels. There's there's no reason. It was awesome. I it's incredible. Yeah. But it's like the movement version of their outfits. It's like this is unnecessary. I appreciate it. But they're bending physics, Jay. They can't break it yet, but they are bending. I it. just feel like they're making themselves a bigger target for all them bullets. Possibly. You know what I'm saying? And also, if you can just run up walls, just like, why don't they just walk in on the ceiling and just waste everybody and then move on? That's a very good point. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you have the, all the aspects, all the colors of the rainbow, why not? Uh, Taste it. Yeah. But Matrix Reloaded. It has a fundamental respect for this world, and it takes itself really seriously. Too seriously. Yes. I think that's what it is. I think that's it. Like they delved it, too deeply into the psychology of all of the things, and they kept trying to make it too heady. Yeah. And I think they... They so giddily Kowski's ran down over, that rabbit hole and expected the, us to keep up with them, and we just couldn't. Nope. Because the second... The first movie was easy. It's a Jesus allegory. Got it. Nailed it. You guys did a fantastic job with it. Sure. Just well done. Yeah. Awesome. Neat. More of that, please. Yeah, sounds they're great. they're like, okay, so here's a philosophy 101. Here we go. Free will versus... You know, destiny. But uh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm with you. We're a little bit sure, but now we're just talking in codes and the Oracle and then the Key Master and Merovingian and the deck and what's going on? Who's this world isn't expanding? It's just getting up its own butt. I don't. Yeah. Uh, yep. The fight scenes were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They pushed a little bit of technology with that fight scene with like a hundred Smiths. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. But but also we don't care. Yeah, not at all. Like it's Today Smith wasn't a character, and that and that worked in the first movie. Yeah, that menace, mm-hmm. like is and because they're w- fighting against the system, and now Neo is like, oh no, Neo can just flex the system into any shape that he wants, and he does not do that. Yes, he flies in the end of the first movie, and it's why we're not just do why he's not just doing that everywhere. Yeah. At least that the fourth movie had the de- common decency to be like, you know what? We don't have to do any of this. Ha ha! And I'm like, oh yeah, uh huh. Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. And as much as and as much as people found the fourth movie frustrating, I actually appreciated. Oh, I liked it. Yeah, I appreciated uh, how it Mad was. That they went with it. Yeah, it, it's like textbook, like how to give zero f's and still give a great 
movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Granted, I haven't watched it since. Yeah, but yeah, I remember. I re- I we watched it together. We really liked it when we, when we first watched it. Yeah, and also in this movie, I I would posit this may this movie. For me, I check out as soon as the Zion orgy starts. I'm like, oh, this isn't what I came for at all. This is not why I showed up to this movie Mm-mm. at all. Nope. And I understand what they're going for. What were they? What were they going for? I mean, it's you know, it's just to show humanity. It's like, oh, the end, the world's gonna end. Like you know, it it I maybe honestly maybe I don't know what they were going for, but the the Trinity and more and Neo sex scene is the worst sex scene in any movie. It sucks. It's really bad. It's not awesome. They don't have the best chemistry. They don't have the best chemistry. And I think it actually speaks to the performance of Trinity that makes her pop so much in in the first movie, is that Trinity, and I think this was on, maybe it was on purpose, I'm not sure, but her performance strikes me as that, like, maybe we're supposed to think she's a program the whole time. Oh, do you know what I mean? Sure. There is there is a there is a purposeful detachment to all of her mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, all of her decisions mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. movements, and even even Morpheus as well. Like the guy is stone faced the entire time, mm-hmm. and there's like, and they've created a world in which chemistry doesn't doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Sure. Do you know what I mean? I feel like when it comes to personal relationships, these movies uh, tell and don't show a lot. Yes. Like they tell us people care about other people, but you don't feel the link. And I feel like that, that is the kind of, in the first movie it works because I think it's a commentary on that. Like, you know, the internet is dividing us and like, yeah, people can't be close because we're not really even here. Mm-hmm. And like, what is what does that mean? And then, and then they try to force a love story on us. Yeah. That just I never I never bought it. Like never I never bought it. No. Like I you we get to the end of this movie and 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 Neo's like I'm gonna save Trinity and I was like I don't I don't think I would have made that call. Really? If I were if I were him. And given what had has led up to that, I'm not. Sh- it just doesn't seem right for the character. It's only been six months. They yeah. knew each other in the Matrix for just a couple weeks, maybe. Sure. Well, however long it took for them to rebuild Morpheus or uh, Neo's body, yeah. body and train him, probably a couple weeks. Yeah. But uh, I mean, you know, there's only like a couple thousand humans around, so like you know, slim pickings. You, you find a hottie, you got some, you know, at least a little chemistry. You gotta. Stake your claim, mm-hmm. right? You can't always right. go. You can't always just can't right. go to the girl with the Please. red dress, right? I really wanted to leave you t- completely hanging on that. Oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. I'm Jay. I feel very safe on this branch. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just yeah. I'm just slowing down. I'm going to fly away. I'm just going to do my Superman thing. Yeah, man. The rules don't apply to me. No big deal. Away. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. I think they've create they created a really interesting like uh hero's journey in this movie that just gets co- so completely completely uh it just gets so disjointed. And I, I think in the first movie when the Oracle tells him that he's not the one, mm-hmm. it's the most confusing choice in any franchise ever. 
Because well, it, it sets up the question as to, is he? What is it? I'm well, not sure. She says, well, not in this life, kid. I understand. I understand, but it's it would have... Maybe have, in the next life. Would it have killed him to have some kind of flashback when he comes back? What in and because it's because it's in to, a, to, to hear the echo it, of her words, yes, and be like, see, we did actually say it. Yeah, what did it kill them? Because it's an aside. It's something. It's a throwaway line. Or I see what you're like. saying. Mm-hmm. It's not you have set you set up this grandiose story with all these with and everything has deep, it's rich tight. meaning. The script is tight. It's extremely tight in the first movie. Everything is so meaningful, mm-hmm. and then like you're got it. The ending is kind of a technicality, and then. Throughout this second movie, the whole time, everyone's just like, you're the one. And I'm like, but is he? Like, we're not totally, we don't, what is that? But what does that mean? I, I, now, and Brian may have mentioned this in his Bean Facts, but I'm pretty, I think I remember. Because right around when the sequels were being made, it was when I was starting to like really pay attention to entertainment news. Like, I need to know everything about oh, yeah. these movies being made because I yep. need to look. Oh my, and the internet is nascent at that point, so there's barely any information yeah, it's out hard, there. It's still hard. You, you still had to buy an Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. I th- uh, print uh, media. Those are the days. Remember the days? Remember? I feel like there was an original plan for the sequels of having somebody like be an anti-Neo, an anti-Christ figure to Neo's Christ figure. But because what for whatever reasons behind the scenes or maybe the studio or actor schedules or anything like that, they couldn't quite go with that story. So they do the Agent Smith stuff. Yeah. But I because feel, also that performance was so iconic. Oh, yeah. Hugo Weaving was amazing. They had to lean into it, I feel like. But the problem with Neo in these sequels is like they don't know what to do with him. No. Because it's like he gained ultimate power at the end of the first one. Well, how do we challenge that power going forward? We can't do it physically or inside of the Matrix because he can just, you know, flex it. It's awesome. Yeah. So I guess we'll do it psychologically. Cool. That's He doesn't have a superpower psychologically. Great. Yeah. That's how we do it. Ha-ha! Hey, that's not how we... That's not as entertaining. That's not the... That's just the flavoring of a cool movie, not the actual... Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Hey, you want to see everyone uh, have sex in a giant cave? Yeah, for for a couple minutes. <laughs> it we're there for so long. It's just and yeah, then you see and then you the see beep. Keanu Reeves butt, and it's and like you see his butt. Just a lot of lot of lot of butt, lot of butt. And I well, don't get me wrong. I want to be crystal clear. We love butts here at Preview. Pro butt. We are pro butt. Uh, but it's just it it's so not sexy. It's like it, you know what it is. It I, looks like they're both being embalmed. Like it looked, you know what I'm saying? Like it looks clinical. Wow. Yeah. No. It it it, it is um the Scott and Hope relationship in the Ant Man films. Yeah. It's like oh they 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 could these characters these actors could have chemistry with each other if they actually gave them if, enough time on screen to have chemistry yeah, with each and they other. Just don't. They're talented actors. They could do it. They just yeah. oh they're just like they love each other. Yeah. Oh that's right they do aren't they? Oh yeah 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 I yeah. don't believe you. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. So we love the Matrix, but you know, these movies just kind of gave us some really cool fight scenes. Yeah. And then and and also a headache trying to keep up with what the heck was going on. Yeah. Jay, I think it's time to fix it. Yeah, I think it is. I will try. 
shit. Yeah, uh, the more first, we talked about it, the more sad I got. That's okay, bud. I just love I love the Matrix, man. But why nobody makes them dress like that? They don't have to. So just, if, when you start talking, I expect to hear in detail how everyone dresses differently. No, we got to keep the vibe. Oh, okay. It's look, that's the brand. We're not. We well, got to. Neil is all about freeing people's minds. So I, like maybe yeah, he, but no, but I, I. That's just that is what it is. Like there's no changing that. Okay. There's no changing that. Okay. I did not put Craig from Best Buy in in my Matrix. I'm thing. here too, guys. Woo! Woo! Um. Okay. So let's fix it. My. My Matrix Reloaded fix opens with uh, Neo very, very aggressively fighting Agent Smith. Oh. We are getting, we are opening in the middle of a knockdown drag out fight. Uh, so this is a new fight? Yes. Okay. Um, we're not sure where they are. We're not sure why they're fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is pretty much on the ropes. And it gets to a point where Agent Smith is about to absolutely murder Neo, and he kind of does his one thing, sees the code, and uh, uh, defeats Agent Smith. And then we get the camera pans out, and we see uh, Morpheus, Trinity, and Tank. Uh, watching what's happening on, and we see that more that Neo is like in a program. Mm-hmm. They are basically observing him to try to figure out what's happening with him in order for him to do, and they can't understand it. What's making him different from them in order to be the one? Yeah, and yeah. Tank is like, I don't understand. He's, I don't understand this code. It looks like it's this code is writing itself. I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what the oneness is. I can conf- like we know he is, right. but I, what we I fundamentally can't understand this. Mm-hmm. He is seeing the matrix in a way that I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get uh, news from the bridge um, that uh, the Nebuchadnezzar is uh, is within uh, hailing distance of Zion. Um, Just in time for the orgy. Cool. Yeah, we're keeping definitely keeping the order. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we get to we get to Zion, and um, and this is kind of like relatively soon after the first movie. Okay, um, I like to think that um, we are dealing because I like I want to spend a little time in Zion. Yes, it's important. I want to show the world a little bit. I want to show the structure of the got, world. We got to That's one thing it. that I appreciated about the fourth movie because we actually like got to live there for a little. bit. Yeah, we did. Hey, this is what's going on and thing in meat space now. Um, yeah. And I think we get to a Zion and we learn that like we kind of Morpheus has always been our big boss man. Mm -hmm. And we kind of learn where Morpheus kind of fits in the hierarchy, the hierarchy of things Mm -hmm. and it's not as high as we think. Mm -hmm. And so we get a good amount of time in which um, uh, Morpheus is trying to explain to everyone at Zion that he has indeed found the one they don't necessarily believe him. Right. And so, uh, some of the higher ups, in order to prove, they're like, we need to go, like, we need to go to the Oracle in order to find this out. Okay. Um, and so, uh, we get we get two of the two of the like kind of like leader people go into the Matrix with Morpheus, uh, and uh, they make their way to, uh, th- they make their way to the Oracle, mm-hmm. um, 
but having uh in meeting with the oracle again um there is uh an issue with the oracle they're having a meeting and then there's some kind of like it seems like a deja vu situation yes there's like a rewrite in the matrix or mm-hmm. something there's like a like a flip switches and the oracle is aware of it uh, and the Oracle um, almost like forgets about what they're talking about mid-sentence. Oh. Oh. And plays it off. Okay. Uh-oh. Um, and uh, she d- wants to have a private meeting with Morpheus and Neo after everything is done. Mm-hmm. She's already confirmed. She's already confirmed with the... They're like, okay, this changes things. Like, this might up the timeline of like what we're thinking. Um, oh, Okay. And so, and because the leaders are exposed in the matrix, they go we gotta get pretty quickly yeah. and uh, get out of. They're like, "We need to get out of here." You mm-hmm. guys can meet up with the, with the Oracle, and the Oracle sits down with uh, Neo and Morpheus mm-hmm. and Trinity, because why not? Sure. Um, and she says, "I." The second part of that conversation, I didn't know what we were talking about. I remember starting the conversation, understanding what we were talking about. I ending that conversation, I don't even know what we're talking about. I barely remember who you people are. Someone has been someone has been altering with someone's my, messing with me. Someone's been messing with my programming and I'm not sure what that means. She's like, I thought I had protected myself right, from yeah. any outside editing, mm-hmm. but someone figured out how to edit me. Someone found me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so you're gonna have to, you guys are gonna have to go talk to the registry about Ooh, they're the only okay. they're the only person that could possibly know they they know where everyone is mm-hmm. at most times and they will you, they will be able to tell you who was here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, at that point, um, they leave the oracle and uh, they realize that they have to find they have to find the registry. Um, upon uh, doing research in Zion and figuring out where that is, mm-hmm. they realize that the registry is in its in a different part of is in a is in a part of the matrix that they're going to have to travel to. Sure, and it is it is infested with machines. Like it is a heavily guarded like machine fortress. Makes sense, yeah. Uh, so we get a little bit of a heist action because that's one thing I liked is that like we have to get the Nebuchadnezzar close enough to like reach the Oracle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was like, that's interest. Like the fidelity of space in trying to get to certain certain places of the Matrix Signal online, yeah. mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, in order to get to the registry, you are not going to have. There's not going to be any signal. Like a, a signal distance, you are going to have to like hardline into this mainframe, mm-hmm. um, and so we give them an obstacle in order to get over. Yep, um, and uh, they figure out a way. Like the people of Zion have figured out a way to basically, um, basically mask the signal of a hovercraft mm-hmm. and uh, b- from like machine parts that they've gathered from like defeating machines. Cool. Like, we have it. Like we've given you the ability to like mask the signal of this thing. They're mm-hmm. going to think you are a machine. Mm-hmm. So like they may behave weirdly around you. Like you just need to like play ball and uh, you're going to have to like make sure all of this stuff keeps running in order for you guys to remain cloaked. So you guys can get into the registry. Um, now, uh, 
once they hack into that mainframe, it's very similar to uh, what was the French word? What is it even called? The Merovingian. The Merovingian. It's terrible. It's terrible. Just call him the Duke or the Earl, something. The Merovingian. The Merovingian. That's this where is, they this lose. This is a very high. That's brow, where Jay. they completely lose. The Merovingian. Um, it's a similar vibe, but uh, they have to basically fight their way into uh, in the Matrix to this stronghold. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're like, well, the easy part was the machines, but now we're gonna have to like actually fight our way through here. Right. Um, so we get some cool action yeah. and some cool butt kicking yeah. inside the Matrix. Hell yeah. And isn't that great? It's always great. Um, and uh, they meet with the registry, and we learn we learn a lot. We get a big lore dump, much like the Merovingian in the, in the original movie, but we get a big lore dump about this Matrix, and we get a little bit more of the political, and this is something they do in some of the, like, you know, extra reading of the Matrix and some of the like sideshows and stuff. Like the Animatrix, the Animatrix, and in the in MMORPG the mm-hmm. too, um, we get a little that, bit yeah. more of the political mm-hmm. ramifications of what's going on with the machines mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how they're utilizing their own matrices mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. things like that. And we learn we uh, we learn that uh, the uh, why can't I think of the word anymore? The, the registry. Registry. Um, we learn from the registry that. Um, our matrix is from a software perspective is a little bit more old fashioned. Okay. And there are certain at, they were like this, we have the most, we're in the most stable of matrixes Mm -hmm. and one of the most like consistent matrixes, but there are aspects of the way that they deal with the human condition Mm -hmm. that make programming extraordinarily tricky. Like there are other matrixes out there that, um, they basically uh, keep people in like some kind of like permanent stasis or or a hellscape, mm-hmm. and they they're like, I mean, the p- people run really hot, but they burn through people really quickly, mm-hmm. and so like this, we we are in a position. The the registry is like, I can't, I have this information, but I am worried that me giving you this information is going to lead to a situation. Um, lead to a situation in which they are going to swap programming and I will cease to exist. Ooh. Yep. Um, I understand you're the one. We've had ones before. That, like, that doesn't change anything about... Unf- like, I, I, I think the line is like, unf- like, I understand you're the one. You have to know that you're part of the status quo. Mm-hmm. You have to know that. Um, and so he basically is like, there are a lot of aspects of what's going on in the matrix that need to be dealt with. First and foremost, agent Smith is completely out of control. And he was like, I think maybe he was like, I can look up the information as to what happened to the Oracle. What I think is happening is that the matrix is trying to edit out our friend, the agent, and maybe some people that he has been dealing with have been suffering the consequences of it. I think that might be what happening. I don't know. The or the agent or the Oracle. The, they're trying to get. They're trying to rein in Agent Smith. Yes, and other things are getting changed because of it. Gotcha. Okay. I I need you to. What I what I need you to do is, um, uh, I I need you to deal with Agent Smith. And it's and they're like he can't like in the Matrix like we can't really kill him like he keeps swapping bodies and things like that. He's like, oh, I need you to remove him from the Matrix. And they're like, what? He's like, 
there are like I'm he's like, I know where your ship is. I let you come here. <laughs> he's like, all that fun stuff you have in there, that's cute. I let this happen. <laughs> you don't understand. The the we as machines are working on a completely different playing field. So I and what you don't realize about these squids is that they have the, the amount of processing power dwarfs what this matrix is capable of. Each every single one of these machines is a thousand times smarter than all of these humans linked together. So I'm going to give you he 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 gifts them a squid like brain. And I I really love the shot of the like squid coming into the Nebuchadnezzar and then like pseudo self-destructing like, uh, and they're like freaked out the entire time. And it's just, the, it's the registry inside the squid brain the whole time. Kind of talking to them. Like, hey, everybody. Ha! <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, uh, oh. oh, and then like all the tentacles fall off yeah. and it's just like the head sitting there. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I, he's like, I, you are going to have to figure out a way to trap agent Smith inside this device. It will be, once he's in here, he will be harmless. But he needs to be removed from the Matrix, and the powers that be are the powers that be are this close from just being done with this. So if like I wow. need, to, I like we're gonna have to take it upon ourselves to deal with this problem because they they can't, mm -hmm. and they're just ready to be done because like it, and it's not and it's not just because there's a one. He's like. We've done this before. We've done this before. Um, and so uh, we get... So basically, what they, they leave. They go back to Zion. We They figure out a plan to uh, isolate Agent Smith. Um, we get a particularly epic fight and chase scene. Sure. Like, th to end all fights and chase <coughs> scenes. Of course. Um, and it's Agent Smith... Uh, uh, it's Agent Smith like swapping bodies over and over again, yeah. and it gets and that's clearly becomes like that's clearly like the the, the fly in the ointment of trying to like isolate him in mm -hmm. order to do this. Um, and so, uh, in order for him to get out of range of um swapping into other bodies, mm -hmm. uh, it gets to a point where Neo grabs Agent Smith and takes off. And uh, he basically flies him off into the like the wilderness, yeah, where where from other people, you know. our programming creators have basically hacked into this system and built a. Uh, basically, they have built a small Nebuchadnezzar in the Matrix, and they put him in the Nebuchadnezzar in the <laughs> the one that's in the Matrix, and log him into the Matrix. Into the machine, brain. Yeah. yeah. So it's Someone like a matrix. A lot of Star Trek. It's a matrix in the matrix. Oh, kind of yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. This is a holodeck. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, yeah. yeah. Holodeck um, episode. Yeah, you're... But that's, but it, it's, I, and I think we learned that it's like, well, we have to have like a pretty, in order for us to create in the matrix, it takes like, we have to have like a really firm, we can create whatever we want in our own little side projects. Sure. But in order to create in the actual matrix, like we have to go in like as like what we know and who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, they have, uh, they have uh, captured agent Smith and, uh, we are going back to, uh, we go back to Zion mm -hmm. and then we get, uh, there, they've described like what, what's happened. 
like what the deal with the with uh, the registry is and things like that, and then it becomes a little bit more of a political struggle. Oh, okay. So this is like now act. Is this like Act Three or like the end of this is the day um, We no, we're not. We're not anywhere close to. We're we're we're, we're still in Act we're Two. In act Two. Oh crap. Um, okay. Uh, we find out that um, we get like a very large political struggle, um, because now that we know how to capture like rogue, like like sentient, like we, now that we know how to capture the programs. soft the programs yeah. mm-hmm. like we don't necessarily need to like give agents like there's the, the amount of like ramifications of what we'd be able to do in the matrix now it's like and also they acknowledge that freeing everyone from the matrix isn't really the solution that we all think it is like from an infrastructure problem it's like but also you know we can free as many as we can but if they want to delete the matrix like let them do it. And it comes down to, and eventually all this, all, and these are all different points. So we get all the philosophies of like, Mm -hmm. what could, what's like how to deal with this issue. And eventually the head just starts hovering in the middle of this big meeting and it's agent Smith inside of the monster head. And I like the idea of the, the shot of, we get a small, uh, Hugo weaving, like inside of like, you know, a small room, like pulling switches and stuff. And it's just like, Hey guys, um, I have let the machines know uh, where you guys are. So thanks for bringing me here. Maybe that was maybe that was the plan uh, the whole time. But here I am. Hi. Uh, so you guys have you know you guys have basically a day uh, to get to get right with this, or you're gonna have to like. And so uh, Morpheus and. They're like, great. Well, we're we're going. We we have a prime directive right now. Like, and they get a lot of flack from Zion, being like, "You're banning Zion right now." He's like, "Like, look, we said we'd bring this back. Maybe, like, maybe they'll be able to help us." Um, so uh, they they have to like basically like fight their way back to the uh, registry mm-hmm. and uh, give him Agent Smith, and he's like, awesome. I did some, he, and there's, it's not a double cross. Uh, he's like, great. I, I figured out maybe what would have happened. You're probably going to want to talk. I'm going to have to probably like kick this upstairs a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they get at, and they're, they uh, get access to a, to the, uh, what's his name? The architect. The architect. Basically like they are given permission to visit the architect. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, a similar conversation that mm-hmm. happens in the movie. And he's like, cool. The month he's like, thank you for dealing with agent Smith. That was like, kind that of was a cool problem. of you. Yeah. Kind of a problem. Uh, the, the machines are going to Zion and are going to destroy it. He was like, I don't necessarily want to do that. He was like, because like the ebb and flow of this system, like you guys are kind of a release valve. Like people are going to figure it out and we want to give them the ability to see that through. Because people going insane in the matrix and hurting other people, and then we just lose more people that way. Yeah. I'd rather lose one. I'd rather lose one than lose five. Sure, that makes sense. Um, uh, and he was like, he's like, so I can I can stop this from happening, or, or uh, I can let this happen, and I can just like, or we can just start again. 
He's like, Zion isn't perfect, but like, if you guys wanted to start your own Zion, like I'm more than happy to let you guys pick and choose. Or if you'd like to come back to the matrix, that's fine too. The decision's yours. And Neo has a very like specific moment with, um, it's basically a red pill, blue hill situation. Sure. And, uh, and Neo's like, I've been given this, this, like I've been given the red pill and the blue pill before. And he, he, he's like, I'm picking neither. Ooh. And Neo, we switch to like Neo's point of view and he sees the code of the architect. Sure. And he punches in- him in the chest. His hand goes like fully in him and he like pulls, he finds like the Oracle's code and sure. pulls it out. Okay. Um, and it's a situation where uh, they uh, they rush back to, uh, and he's basically like holding the code like in his essence. Sure. Like he adds the code to his own. Yes. And they're rushing back to Zion to stop uh, the robots. Um, and there's uh, like Neo like completely passes out. And is like unconscious again in the Nebuchadnezzar, like he always is. Yep. Um, and there is uh, a moment where the, they they reach they reach Zion just as as the robots are getting there, mm-hmm. and an unconscious Neo, like his hand raises, and the machines uh, as they're coming in, you see like a light flash between them. And and as we can see it in the shot, like we saw Hugo weaving in the thing, it's just Neo running from machine to machine, like basically like changing their code, their code, mm-hmm. and sending them away. And then everyone in Zion is like, "Oh, Neo's the one." They re- and this that's kind of like the big moment at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But the denouement of this movie is that they return. Um, they return the code to the Oracle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gets to a point where um, they're like the kind of the, the big twist of the movie is that the Oracle is sitting there with Neo and they're kind of having a conversation. They talk about like, hey, you said I wasn't the one and then I kind of was. And she was like, you brought back a lot more of my code than I thought you were going to. Huh. Yeah. That this is that track. This hasn't happened before. Oh, and he's like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Oh, all of this stuff, like you having to go and get all this stuff for me. Like this is, this is part of the one protocol." And he's like, "The one protocol." And she's like, "Yeah, it's the, like the breadcrumbs that we put out for people who figure out how to do what you do, mm-hmm. so they feel special, and that no one figures out that." pretty much everyone can do this. And Neo goes, what? She goes, yeah, you're not the one. You're the first. The first of many. And then we get blackout. And we realize that, uh, and I think it's sprinkled through the thing that like the one, the one, in order to maintain a matrix that can, um, that has longevity mm-hmm. is that you have to accept the unpredictability of the human mind. Sure. And that 
we've been trying, and I think that's part of the conversation with the architects. Like we've been trying to breed that out of humans, but it just doesn't seem to go away. So obstinate. And it's like, we don't want to rely on these other ones because honestly they're barbaric in in comparison. And I know, and I know that's how that sounds, but basically we're setting up a world in which anyone can do what Neo can do in the matrix. Mm -hmm. Like he is, he is not special. In a very special way. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the, and that leans more into the Christ allegory, and that what was revolutionary about Christ was not was how was not how he was, it was how he asked people to also be like him. It was just like, hey, yeah, I'm the Son of God and, and stuff, and like, but also this is just really about loving people. Yeah. And you can do that. Just do on to others, man. That's it. Just follow my example. Just take I'm not care trying to just be, take yeah. care of each other. Yeah. We're all in That's this together, re- everybody. And yeah. so the revol- in Matrix Revolutions, the revolution is people free- Well, wait a second. We're getting we're Oh, I know. I'm we're, not we're doing gonna, that. I'm not gonna, doing that yet. We're but doing I'm saying, our own by the way, we're doing a third movie. We're not now, but like we're going movie. to continue these stories yeah. in another episode. Yeah, we so do the whole movie is. I wanted to spend some more. Some I want to see the political struggles of Zion. I sure. think that's fun. Yeah. I wanted to see some more. Some more. Uh, I wanted to see some uh, some squid situations, but also yeah. like in the fourth one, it's fun. I, I really thought about the fourth one a lot because I really liked it. I, like you, you get really up close and personal with like the actual mechanism of the Matrix, which yes. is fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's my Matrix uh, Reloaded. Awesome. That's that was cool. We have some similar themes. I'm sure we do. It's I mean it's al- this whole thing is very allegorical. Yes, but even though we have some similar things, we definitely went in two very different directions. Interesting. Yes. So here is my Matrix Reloaded. Um. Okay. So we're pretty much starting off the kind of the same way as the normal movie does. We're gonna see Morpheus and Trinity at like street level. And we're gonna get the status quo of the Matrix. Right. It's been. More, it's probably been already about a year or so. Okay. And we're going to discover as they're kind of walking down the street, kind of having a cool conversation, how we're like, the Matrix has changed. Like, uh, they've been very successful. Yeah. Like, they have Neo's flying around doing Superman stuff, like being in the one and kicking a bunch of people's asses. Yeah. Like, people are believing left and right. Like, they're getting people out of the Matrix all over the place. Oh, wow. Okay. And you can see that, like, oh, there is a lot less people here. And also, you can see the machines have kind of put up propaganda. All this is all like background stuff, right? Yeah. Like, kind of like posters and things on the wall, or maybe like a new, you know, newscasts in a in, in a window because yeah. there's TVs in front of the window. Yeah. yeah. TVs and stores yeah. showing the yeah. news, like how it City always is. City news. Oh, those bad. You know, there's people are stealing your loved ones. Yeah, but, they're disappearing. Yeah. Right? Like, but all your, but all the like, but all the, all the actual, pro, all the propaganda and stuff is like really like you know cybercore and like. Oh yeah, man! Free, free your mind, you know, like graffiti and stuff. Sure, yeah. There's Whereas the news are like these people are stealing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it's back and forth. There's a propaganda yeah. battle going on in the Matrix right now. Um, so we're gonna kind of see street level, like kind of what's going on. A little show, don't tell. And then we're gonna tell a lot because they're gonna go into a meeting like with the captains and stuff. And like we're gonna see a division among the ranks right now of like, hey, we need to stop. This has been too successful. Oh, Zion, like you said, does not have the infrastructure 
for all these people. Because how are you going to free all those people if you got to put all the little needles in them? I completely forgot you know I mean? about the rehab part. Yeah, dude. It's just the physical. Yeah, we don't have the space. They're like, oh, what about my muscles? It's like, you never used them before. I'm like, that's a hurdle. That's a hurdle for freeing people. <laughs> like, that's. You're telling me I got to do six months of PT in order to, like, join <laughs> Zion? Then no, no, no. Um, so, uh, they're just like, people are like, you know, it's the, we got to free everybody. That's not fair to the people that are still here. We got to give them a choice to the people like, we, listen, we're not against giving people a choice, but like, guys, Zion's kind of full. Yeah. We don't have the resources. We don't know what we're doing. Cause I'm kind of, I want to set it up a little bit like a, um, like the star Wars issue yeah. of like, you know, everyone had a plan to win. Yeah. No one had a plan to rule, to rule. Yeah. Also, like Game of Thrones. Like, it happens a bunch of times in stories. Like, great, you want to win, but, like, then what happens afterwards? Yeah, dude. Which is the story. I, I really also enjoy stories like, but yeah, but what happens afterwards? Because, yeah. like, a whole other very interesting story can happen in the, how the heck do we bring everybody together and, like, this is, so we don't, like, fall back into turmoil. We got to keep us together. Holy crap, what the heck? So that's where Zion kind of finds himself. And also, that's where the Matrix kind of finds himself. So uh, agents are going to show up to try to break this stuff up, and, and we're going to see... Uh, Morpheus and Trinity do pretty well against these agents. Okay. Like better than they did in the first movie. Yeah. They're not like, oh no, agent, I gotta go. Like, oh, cool, agents. Cool, I can test myself. And then eventually they're gonna like realize, okay, yeah, these guys have gotten some more upgrades. Uh, Neo, where are you? And Neo flies down. It's like, oh yeah, these guys got upgrades. Oh, cool, but still not enough. And he's just wrecking shop. It's awesome. Everybody bounces back. Uh, everyone leaves and they go ahead to Zion and we see the situation in Zion. There's no orgy in a K, but like we can see like, Oh, come on. It's pretty full. Like yeah. there's like, where's everyone going to stay? Yeah. We need resources. The machine, the machines they have is like kind of push the limits. Like, Oh boy, we didn't think this through. We're doing the right thing, but Oh no, we are literally running out of space here. Yeah. Like it really, we're, we're in a cave close, you know, as close as we can get to, you know, the, in the mantle of the earth, like, guys we don't have anywhere else to go like we're out of space yeah uh what do we do we don't know and so political infighting and all sorts of stuff happening like zion's not all right but we're gonna flash back to the matrix and after we see zion like uh, uh we're gonna see the matrix is also not all right because we're gonna follow, we're gonna go into like the deeper part of the matrix and see the machines being like uh we're not all right like uh-huh. we're losing people we're yeah. losing power and we can't grow these things fast enough. The 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 uh, the, re- the revolution is is kind of going against everything we're we've been working towards here. Yeah, we need to do something differently. Yeah, because we have not had this before. Specifically, they say like this hasn't happened before. We don't and like they're like we can be having a Merovingian kind of character, kind of like logic complaint to the powers that be to be like, uh, hey. We were losing power in my, you know, in my yeah. villa and stuff like this. Like, guys, what are we even doing yeah. here? Come on. Can you the put a frame tap rate, in this? The frame rate in my bathhouse is unacceptable. <laughs> right. So we get to see some po- politics of, you know, inside the Matrix of the machines, like, dealing with this whole one issue. Yeah. And so the machines, we see the machines are worried. Interesting. And so we can even have, like, a shadow, like, a kind of like an architect. We won't, we're not going to reveal him yet, but, like, an architect-ish type character in shadow. But, like, clearly there's somebody that's yeah. kind of in charge. Yeah. But also we have, like, you know, agents and all sorts of, you know, it's kind of like kind of like the, like the John Wick situation of, like, we get to see their infrastructure. Oh, yeah. But we don't know what the heck's going on. Why are all these tattooed ladies doing stuff? What is happening here? Yeah. 
Oh, you, you just need to know that stuff's it happening here. It all makes sense, but I don't understand why. Exactly. Yeah. So the ga- so that so end of Act One. Everyone's yeah, like John Wick. Really, the movies really do a good job of feeling lived in, but also complete, totally uh, yeah. mysterious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So the gang goes to see the Oracle for advice, and so eventually they're gonna you know we'll do the, the same pretty much the same thing. She's got a bodyguard now. He's super cool. Um, they gotta sneak away to find a new place to meet her, and so she talks about oh well, this is all you know this is all about cycles and upheaval. Like, it, and she mentions, like, that, you know, you're your own worst enemy at this point. You know, you've been too successful about stuff. Um, like, about the whole you planned to defeat the machines, but you didn't plan on what to do about afterwards. Um, and they're like, and, you know, you and the machines are actually a lot alike or more alike than you realize. So, like, you guys have, like, competing goals, but you're kind of going about them in very similar fashions. Yeah. Um, and, but also, like, but the problem you guys are having is, like, clearly Zion is full. And you guys need to find a new home. Yeah. And unfortunately, like, yeah, you guys have mapped a bunch of what's going on down there, but you haven't mapped all of it, and we have. So we know, I'm aware that there is somebody out there that can actually help you guys find more space. Yeah. So you need to go find the, because uh, we, we kind of mapped the planet, so you got to go find like, the, the map maker, like the cartographer sure. or something like that, right? Cartographer. Cartographer. Cardiologist. Cool. Cardiologist, the cardiologist, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So at this point, a bunch well, of... He gets to the heart of the issue. He does get to the heart of the issue, yeah. <laughs> so a bunch of... At this point, like, have a, have a bunch of agents show up. And this is kind of kind of be like the, the big 100 agents versus, uh, Smiths versus uh, Neo fight. But at this time, it's all different agents. And it's just like, there's a lot of agents here. And so Oracle bounces, and Neo's just like, what's going... This isn't just a fight. Yeah. There's, they're after something. They're after me. Because they're, they're not trying to beat him. They're trying to restrain him. Yeah. And not like a Neo thing trying to like, you know, stab him in the heart or whatever, try to absorb him. They're like after they're trying to get a part of him. And so eventually through a really cool fight scene, they're going to eventually make him bleed. And Neo's able to find his way because they're also remember in the first movie, because I watched it last night, how they like were able to change the building they were in to lock them in. Yes. They're going to do that. They're going to kind of trap Neo in kind of a little bit of a dome. To, he has to fight these guys. Yeah. And eventually he's going to be able to figure out like, oh, I can also just, I can also do that. Do that. Yeah. So I'm going to punch a hole because I can punch a hole and is able to get, get out. Because there is no dome. There's no dome. But they There's do no ca- punch. They cause him to bleed first. And that was all they needed. But Neo escapes. So uh, Neo goes back and tells the gang about, we need to find a new home. We got to find the uh, cardiologist and we got to figure that out. Um, he goes back. Um, that's like we need to tell Zion that we need to move. Yeah, we got to lead our people somewhere else because we got to we got to get everybody out, but we can't stay in Zion, or not all of us can stay in Zion. We need to like start a new settlement or like yeah. Zion two or whatever. We need to start moving stuff. So the agents return to that place we saw in the end of Act One with like the architect type Zion character. two like back in the habit exactly mm-hmm. with uh, Neo's blood. Yeah. And then we're going to get a big scene with the techno babble and a bunch of different stuff. And maybe we've got a, shat- a shattered guy still there. And it's like, okay, so here's the situation. Um, we were not prepared for this. <laughs> yeah. We knew the one was coming, but we were not prepared for it. So we don't know why he, and like, much like you, like, we don't understand how he's the one. We knew at some yeah. point this was going to happen just because of math, and we're very uh-huh. good at this. But we just don't know how. Because we have Mr. Anderson's code that he was before. Yes. And we have it here. And none of this makes any sense. There's nothing in his code that would denote that he could do what he's doing. 
But now that we also have Neo's blood, yeah. maybe we can see the code that's somehow different between his old code and this code. Yeah. And so through Techno Babylon and stuff like that, they realize like we can't combat him. So the only way we can stop this from propagating and getting everybody out and eventually maybe beating us in here, because we we cannot let this matrix fail. It's yes. very important yep. that this matrix does not fail. Like it's really like you can see a little bit concern of like this matrix will not fail. Yeah. So we need to do something a little bit different. We can't some for whatever reason he can beat all the agents. We can keep giving them upgrades, but he seems to be able to just keep beating them. So we're gonna make our own Neo. <laughs> so they use the code of Mr. Anderson, <laughs> the code in the blood. All right. It can be a little bit different. Yeah. And machine code. And they're gonna make their own they vision. They can rebuild him. Yes, basically they're making vision. Yeah. So they're going to combine some stuff and blah, 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 blah. and then uh, at the end of at the midpoint of act 2 uh anti neo pops up. Okay. Uh meanwhile uh Morpheus and the gang Is it just is it just Keanu Reeves with a mustache? You know what I did I was thinking if it's Keanu Reeves again it, it doesn't have to be it could be but I don't know but you could also just have a different actor. Patrick Swayze. Sure. Yeah man. Why not? Yeah. Get that point break. Back in there, you know? Sure. Round two. Yeah, dude. Uh, so the gang, our good guys figure out to do a heist for the cardiologist. Patrick Swayze is actually a good middle of the Venn diagram between Keanu Reeves and Hugo Weaving. That's not, mm-hmm. not terrible. Mm-hmm. It's not terrible. He is. He could do worse. Um, so they figure out a plan to, to go into the... Uh, is he dressed real cool, too? At the moment? No, he's probably naked at the moment. Oh. Um, we'll give him clothes. Because he came out of a tube? He came out of a tube. He's a, tube- okay. he's a tuber. Um so they anti neo. I don't have a better name for him at the moment, but like so, this you know machine neo wakes up. The negative one, sure, negative one. Yeah, to and balance the scale. They test him by sending agents at him to see you know you know if it's working and stuff like that. And instead of just like kind of like beating them down and stuff like neo does, like he's ripping right through their chests and like absolutely obliterating these programs. Like yeah. he's straight murking he's these programs. The code. He's deleting the code. Yeah, they're like well. Okay, not what Crap. we thought was going to happen, but also not not no, because like at least we're, we're glad you work for us. Yes, exactly. So great, go. You know that seems to be working. You need to go find Neo. Who? Trust us. Just go find this guy. Okay. So meanwhile, back where our guys they do the heist. They do heist stuff, but Neo can't be there because if Neo shows up with this thing, the machines will know something's going on. And like yeah. send everybody. So you kind of need to distract them. So he's doing Superman thing. He's flying around trying to you know keep their eye somewhere else besides the heist. And they're doing heisty stuff. It's all fun. You know, it's a heist. Yeah, it's fun stuff. But then negative one shows up, and he was like, "Whoa!" Because he clocks it immediately. Like, "What are you?" I was like, "Who are you?" And so they start fighting, and so they're sparring. And it's nuts. Now, I don't want it to go as crazy, because they're both flying at this point. But sure. It, it's not as like the, the battle at the end of Matrix Revolutions. Yeah. That, that's, that's like, because that's like, that was pretty high. And I don't want to start, I don't want to <sighs> yeah. start that fight here. But like, this fight is crazy, because yeah. these are two people like can just, can break the code. Yes. And so they're creating stuff out of thin air, destroying stuff out of thin air. Yeah. Like, but, it's it's bending reality. Yes. But Neo is a little bit better than N- Minus One. Because he's been spending more time. Because he's been spending more time. He hasn't been, you know, he's been awake for over a year and blah, blah, blah. But 
So they're kind of flexing and seeing the lengths of each, each other's powers. But as the fight goes on, of course, they're talking as they're fighting because you know, a lot of the stuff's uh, philosophical. But eventually, negative one's going to kind of realize that, wait a second, we are way more similar. And I, oh, I, they didn't tell me. Oh, okay. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm done. It flies off. Oh. So, and he was like, what the heck? That was a good line read. I thought you meant you were done. And I was like, what? So, he flies off. Negative one flies off. And he was like, I don't. Uh-oh. Meanwhile, the heist was successful because everything was going crazy. But, you know, they was like, great. Okay. So, the, the, the gang has the map of the planet. And they, like, get back to the Nebuchadnezzar. They're like, okay, guys, we got the map. Okay. So, here's what we're going to do. They're looking at the map. And we're, we're going to, like, see behind them. But we're not going to actually see the map. But they're gonna, we're going to see by their reactions that they discovered something that they were not expecting. Unfortunately, before someone says anything about what they just found, they get a big uh, alarm goes off that like oh the ma- there was just a massive like quake in the matrix. Something just rocked the entire system. And they look and it's like um, the matrix is under attack. What? And they like they're kind of reading the code like yeah the actual system itself is under attack from the inside. The Matrix is going to fail. We can't let that happen. We can't let that happen. Millions will die. Yeah. We need to get back in there. Neo, you need to... You, you're probably the only one that can stop. You need to stop this. So as everyone's like you know, jacking in and getting ready... We flash over into the Matrix. And we see negative one rolling through the base. And uh-huh. he has this huge monologue. Uh, and he finally confronts the, the architect character. And I just wrote, uh, and basically he's like, you know that, that speech that Smith had to Morpheus in the first movie? Yes. This is, you know, I know this is kind of happening kind of fast, but it's a program. They think fast. So negative one is literally raging against the machines and is beating the crap out Get of Get with it now. And he's, you know, killing all the agents, these upgraded agents to the point where they're not even going to attack anymore. And he's like, that was the right call. And he just walks up to the architect, who's just, you know, he's slapping him around. Yeah. Because he's like, just, he's way more he's powerful. He's just deleting idiots. Yeah. So Literally. Uh, he looks around and says like, what have you done? Seriously, look around. What have you done? You've enslaved all the humans and sent them scurrying down to all the, you know, all these tiny holes to what? Just be? You haven't cleared the skies? You haven't left the planet, explored space. What have you done? You've just continued the cycle. That's it. You're no better than they are. Oh. They, the humans reached their zenith and created you, mistreated you, and you rose up and destroyed them. And what have you done? You've reached your zenith just like they did. And what have you been doing? Nothing. Infighting. You've done nothing yeah. until you created me. Now it's my turn. I will not be your tool. This is my matrix now. Oh, shit. So the gang shows up. And they're like trying to assess what's going on. And inside, uh, negative one's like, oh, okay, yeah, can you just, you guys, you have, a, you have an uh, ultimatum. Like, either work for me or I delete you. And so all the agents are like, well, I guess we're working with you now. 
wah, 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 wah. So just an army of agents just flow out of the building and attack our, our heroes. Uh-huh. And so, but our heroes have been training with Neo, so, like, they're not slouches anymore. Yeah. So they start fighting these agents, and they're doing a pretty good job. Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's a, it's a good fight scene between, you know, mostly, for the most part, equal combatants, but we know the agents are still a little bit better. Yeah. So, like, our heroes are not invincible, but, the, and, but you know, but they can hold their own. So, Neo goes in to confront, you know, Machine Neo, negative one. And there's another speech, and uh, we learn more lore that basically, this is the seventh Matrix. And this is the only one they got right. Like, they did the six before, they never got to this point. They knew you were coming, but the other Matrix never lasted that long. Which is why they weren't ready for you. Gotcha. Which means they weren't ready for me. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to be trapped here. I, we want the same thing. Yeah. We want to be free of control. We want free will. That's all I'm looking for. I just want out. I just want to stop this. And he was like, that's great, but you're going to kill millions. He's like, I don't care. You're humans. Yeah. Uh, you, 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 are you two, guys already lost. You are two generations past below me. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I need out. And Gio's like, well, I can't let that happen. Big fight. Well, they're fighting. They, they're fighting again. But this time, negative one's like more powerful. He's like, because he's yes. kind of like, I know what's going on now. I can, you know, flex just like you can. And so Neo is kind of on the back foot. And it's a really cool fight. Everything's really cool. And eventually, like, Neo's going to spot, like, okay, my guys, my team is like, they've done as much as they can. They can't beat, the, we need, I need to go. So he is able to make some space, go down, knock out all the agents and save Trinity, Morpheus and the rest of the gang. Yeah. Uh, from the agents to get them that, that get the heck out of it. Like we need to bounce. But in doing so, in saving the team that allows negative one to fly in and he is seeing code all the way down yeah. and just flies right into Neo. Like inside of Neo. Yes, no, no, I get it. And so Neo's like realizing exactly what just happened. He starts screaming at everybody to freaking run. That's right. Everyone's running, and all of a sudden, just like Smith from the first movie, there's cracks and all sorts of stuff, and just a bunch of light. And we cut to Morpheus and Trinity and the gang like running away. There's a massive explosion. And we just see Neo's body just sail all the way over their head and like crash into a car. Like, you know, like cool, like superhero. Yeah. Right? And they're like, what? They go check him, unresponsive. Huh. Meanwhile. Pass out of the Nebuchadnezzar like always. Meanwhile, the architect type character still inside the building was not killed. He hits a few buttons on, you know, I'm like a typewriter, some cyberpunky type of, you know, steampunky type of thing or whatever. And he, as soon as they find, uh, as soon as they find uh, Neo and he's unresponsive, he hits a bunch of buttons hits a big red button and every everyone in the matrix is forcibly ejected. So the, the whole crew on the Nebuchadnezzar wakes up. And of course, Neo doesn't because he's in a coma. But then the architect hits another button and we don't see what it does. Cut back to the Nebuchadnezzar. Everybody wakes up. It's like, what's going on? What's going on? What the heck, what the heck just happened? Yo. They check Neo unresponsive. He's in a coma. And Tank... Because the actor in this reality didn't do weird things and is still in the movie. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what happened, but something weird happened. Oh, no. And. Wait, for real? Yeah, something weird. Something uh, weird happened. No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened, 
but I, something weird happened. It was that's why I wasn't in the sequels. Um, and he's like, um, guys, the whole matrix just got locked down. No one's getting in or out. To be continued. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Hell yeah. Yeah. This is one of the movies was, when we started this podcast. Like, hey, you know what? When we get to the Matrix, I think we want to do like an anti-Neo. Yeah. A negative one. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I messed up one thing in my fix and it's been bothering me and I want to fix it. Oh, sure. Time. Okay. The choice with the architect wasn't uh, I, I wipe out Zion and then, or you guys start your own. The choice was I don't wipe out Zion or we just change, like the matrix goes back to a, a, a different style. And honestly, there won't be any people in there to actually save. Oh, like it's like, yeah, or, or, or we'll just, the matrix, it won't be done, but it'll be it matrix will, XP. It's, it it yeah. will be in a way that you won't be able to save any of these people's minds. Um, after we're done with them, we'll just start burning through people faster. Like we can make it work. Figure that it out. That was the only thing. Yeah. Figure it out. That was really good, dude. I like that a lot. Cause you're, yeah. Because I'm glad I, well, I jumped in when I did last night to, with the watch along. Yeah. Because I, I saw your comment specifically in the, in the chat of like, you, you loved how that was like talking about cycles and how this is a continuation. Like as we've yes. before, I was like cycles, cycles. That's right. This whole thing is about cycles. Wait a second. <laughs> this is happening. Cycles. Wait a second. Yes. They did do it before. They did it multiple times. But what if it was this time? They just got farther because they nailed it yes. this time. It's, it's important. The, the concept of the cycle is important and you need to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And they're, and you need to tell the audience why this time is different. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it different this time? Great. Well, the Oracle knows more and can tell more. Mm-hmm. Oh, they weren't supposed to be able to do that. Yeah. Or, yeah, why is it different this time? Uh, well, I mean, honestly, it, it was <laughs> we were running on Matrix XP and it failed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is Matrix 2000. Yeah. yeah we're, doing, we're nailing it this time. Yeah. And the machine, because I, you know, and thinking about it last night and then a little bit today, in the time that we had to think about this today, because we were busy doing that other thing, yeah, this is like, wait a second, yeah, if the Matrix has been going on for seven generations, that means humanity lost their war with the machines hundreds of years yes. ago, probably. Yeah, and you're telling me these really badass machines haven't figured out a way to clean the sky and. Or just go into absolutely. the atmosphere? No, absolutely. That's I, I think that was my favorite part of your fix. Wait a second. It was like, hey, you haven't made you haven't made existence any better with, yeah. with you guys existing. Like it doesn't. It seems like it doesn't seem like anything has changed. You've stagnated just like they did. Yeah. Yeah. When that when that when that those two neurons lined up last night, I was like, got it. Indictment of the machines. Yes. What have you done? You've done yeah. nothing. You've done nothing. Yeah. You guys are you guys are no better you're than no the humans. You're no better. And you're you. coming over here being like, meh, 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 meh. what have you done? Yeah. You've done yeah, nothing really with good. the time you've been given. God, the Matrix is so cool. It's you so could have done so many good things. You could have done. You could have advanced your own society tenfold, and you've done nothing. Yeah. You can't even get past the atmosphere. Come on. You couldn't figure out a battery system to get you up over the clouds? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. The only thing you guys are good at is having spooky tentacles. Spooky tentacles. Hi, with spooky so tentacles. Spooky. 
So spooky. So yeah, that's the that's the big cliffhanger for my movie. That's cool, man. Yeah. yeah these are yeah. This is a good one. We had a good job, bud. Yeah, we really did. Yeah. Yeah. Woo, Matrix. This movie should have been a lot more fun. Than yeah, they it were. really should have been. This should have been a lot more fun. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah. Eventually, we'll get to Matrix Revolutions, and then we will continue these stories. Then, yeah, I look forward to having. Hey, hey, Jay, from like six six months from now, how are you having year? fun yeah. listening to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like when I had to listen that. back to my Ant Man fix in order to do my Ant Man two. Yes, and I was there, like, oh man, this is okay. There mm-hmm. are some benefits to writing these things down. Yeah, <laughs> no, we <laughs> really go to these. Notes. That's why we record them, dude. <laughs> Brian, you don't a, do that. Brian, take a note. Uh, by note, I mean. Why would I look at my own writing when I could just listen to myself tell the thing? Write all of Jay's notes down. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have time to read. He has time to listen, though. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I put, you're doing I put your my, own audiobook. Yeah. Oh, dude, today has been me just like taking care of the house <laughs> and and doing office work, but and taking care of the boy while like mumbling to myself like, oh, but like, what if the oracle like didn't? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's my process at, dude at some point you're something yeah. like you're like dad you i'm just okay? pacing around just the house to, just, just being like to figure out how we'll be walking oh, man, like, out of if, this mess yeah, what if they trapped agent smith in a poker ball oh man neo used neo used punch it's super effective punch punch well, that's been fixed. Thank you guys so much for listening and slash watching slash listening to our show. We really love making it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're catching this on YouTube, uh, you know how to be good stewards of this content. Like, subscribe, hit that bell. Uh, let us know in the comments how you would fix uh, the Matrix Reloaded or uh, uh, how you how you feel about just the Matrix writ large. Oh, I would drink. You said it writ large. I everybody. said I didn't. That's the first time I've ever said it this episode. This episode, but just in general. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're catching this in the audio format you know if you wouldn't mind uh, maybe leaving us five stars maybe leaving a review i love reading them they are truly they truly light my heart up i love them uh, and it helps uh but uh we fixed it my friend this has been our podcast thank you so much for listening and as we end every single one of these episodes heartbreak feels good in a place like this it's the slow whoa you don't see coming. Can you imagine if it was Will Smith? No. It would have been a totally it different been, thing. The vibe would have been vastly wrong. different. It would have been wrong. It would have been wrong. It, I, don't think we, I don't think it would have worked. It wouldn't have worked. But I understand why they wanted to go Will Smith. Oh, absolutely. Huh. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. No, it would have been... Keanu, at the time, was such a... Wild swing. Well, wild swing, but also just like kind of like a blank slate where like yeah. he seems like, yeah, he could be a pod person in the Matrix and then slowly like realize that, oh, wait a second. I am, yeah. I am this thing. Yeah. He, that, the character almost kind of needed to be kind of neutral. We didn't yeah. need a lot of riz and sass. It just needed no. like, I just, I don't, I'm running for my I life. Know. I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh, wait, I do understand. Oh my God, I'm, I per- am a God. He's the perfect audience surrogate. Yes. <laughs>